0: Hello, this is Lindsay Fountain, Associate Publisher of EJHP. I'm here at the 20th EAHP Congress in Hamburg. With me, I have the editors of the book Practical Pharmaceutics. So I have Paul Lebrun, a hospital pharmacist from the Netherlands. I have Yvonne Bowman from the Dutch Pharmaceutical Society. And also Fenton May, a former hospital pharmacist from the UK.
1: Hello, Vien. We have done uh, a lot of work in uh, previous years, uh, but maybe you can tell us
2: why we uh, started this project, and why have we produced this book? You know that the Dutch uh, hospital pharmacists had a book previously, and this was to build on that book, and we felt that it was necessary to keep a repository of pharmaceutical sciences all in one place for hospital pharmacists to use. So much now that clinical pharmacy has been in the forefront of everything, that I fear our profession has been forgetting its fundamental basis. And I really don't believe that you can give proper clinical advice without understanding fully the background, the manufacturing design of medicines. And this is really why we've put it into one single book, and it is one that holds everything that a hospital pharmacist needs if they're going to do any compounding and understand the background to pharmaceuticals. Which then leads into how we got the structure to the book. And I turned to Yvonne. Yvonne, how is the book structured for people? So that when they pick it up, how are they going to go through it?
0: Well, the book structure is uh, is around the patient. The patient gets a medicine prescribed. And at that moment, the therapy is has already been established for, uh, for the greater part. However, the prescription has to be assessed critically also for the product care aspects. The medicine has to be made available, whether from the market or by pharmacy preparation. So the chapter about organization of the supply also deals with shortages. The medicine has to be designed and design is influenced much by the route of administration. Therefore, the design part of the book follows the different administration routes, such as dermal, eye, parenteral. And for that design, the basic knowledge is needed. And seven chapters provide this basic knowledge, such as microbiology and physical chemistry. And this knowledge is directly applied to practice. For instance, many medicine formulations are given that exemplify the basic principles. The production part of the book covers starting materials, such as containers and raw materials. It also contains facilities, such as premises and equipment, and conditions, such as human resources and occupational health and safety. And the whole production process needs to be kept in control, for that you need to documentation, quality control. At last, the product can be dispensed to the patient, which is the last part of the book. Dispensing requires logistics and also instructing the patient about the use and storage of the product. In fact, this requires the pharmacist to have knowledge about product care. Paul, you know very well How important product care is for pharmacy practice?
1: Yes, Yvonne. Um, As you know, pharmacists play a key role and this role is based on our knowledge of medicines. For example, when you dispense medicines, the appropriate information is needed to inform patients, inform caregivers about the product care and how to maintain their quality. This basic knowledge is very much applicable on the ward or in the community pharmacy, whether you are dealing with nurses or with patients. For example, every time you are on the ward, there's always a question, like, this elderly lady needs to take a controlled release tablet. And the common question might be, can I crush this tablet, this CR in its name? And by the way, what means CR? Or, I forgot to store this medicine in the fridge last night. Can I still use it? Or, this child doesn't like the liquid. Can you improve the taste? So yes, this book is very helpful to support your answers in practice. But Yvonne, for whom is the book intended?
0: Well, the former Dutch editions, they are used by students throughout their whole curriculum because it is the basis for preparation and for product care in community and hospital pharmacy. Other parts of the book may be more useful if someone specialized to preparation in hospital pharmacy or production in industry who, for those who already work in that area. The European legislation is put into practice in the whole book and this increases the usefulness for European pharmacists. Yvonne, could I ask, what was the history of this book? How did
2: we develop it and where did it come from? And you're saying now that it is uh, useful for industry and I, as a QP, also would see it very interesting. But what is the basis and where did, how did we start the book?
0: There are three preceding versions of the book, and they have been in use in in the Netherlands for about 20 years. And in 2010, during a course on pharmacy preparation, which was organized by EAHP, it appeared that the contents of this Dutch book uh, were very applicable internationally. And we could convince EAHP and both Dutch pharmacy organization to invest money into the translation and adaptation and update, of course, of the Dutch version. For this edition, about 30 new authors from other countries have contributed. Five new chapters have been written and six chapters had been rewritten totally. Uh, V and I, I also get convinced that no principal difference anymore exists in this book between industrial manufacturing and pharmacy preparation.
2: Yes, even that is true, but of course there is a matter of scale. But I do believe that this book is a very nice fundamental book for any QP to read. So often now our QPs are there without any full understanding of the patient need to drugs. They are more understanding the science behind a a product. This book will give you the overall quality of a product from patient all the way back to its design. And I think that's the way it should be. It should not be the design of a product to a patient. It should be the patient's needs considered first. And this is the practical book that I believe contains all those aspects between two covers. And it should be on every pharmacist's shelf. And Paul. Now we've got that book here and it's very difficult after we've been sweating over it for a number of years to say, what is the future? And what is going to happen beyond this? As we all know that books go out of date very quickly, what are we going to do to ensure that this keeps up to date?
1: Of course we can't predict the future, but uh, we expect this book to be very useful and it will be used in every practice. And of course we like to receive feedback from our readers because we intend to have an updated version within five years. And all comments will help to compose a new Practical Pharmaceutics. And we expect new developments like automation in preparation and logistics will be achievable the next coming years and are planned to be described and incorporated in a new version. Another aspect, recommendation on reconstitutions are expected this year from the EDQM and they will be incorporated in daily practice and thus in our book. And of course knowledge of biologicals and the use of biosimilars will have to be updated and incorporated. And keeping in mind that preparation will always be needed to fulfill special needs in patients, the availability of a book like Practical pharmaceutics is paramount.